from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. Make sure you listen in to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora at its normal scheduled time every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. In today's very special show, this is the National Signing Day special for the Syracuse Orange 2018 incoming recruiting class for college football in this early signing day period. Typically, fans are used to February and waiting for that gift after Christmas. Well, this time it's coming right before Christmas on December 20th, and I'm happy to be here with you on this very special day that I get to share with you Syracuse fans, football fans, college football enthusiasts, and everybody in the central and upstate New York community. On today's broadcast, I'm very proud to share with you my one-on-one conversation with Trill Williams, cornerback from Archbishop Stepanak from White Plains, New York, who is here with me right now. And Trill, first and foremost, just what you can say about being a part of history, being a part of this early signing period. Now, for junior college players, it makes sense to have these moments, but to have an early early signing period for a true freshman, just what it means to you to be a part of this and a part of college football history. Um, you know, it feels good. Like, I feel like I'm getting a, a lot of weight off my shoulder before, you know, I wait till the original signing day is in February, right? Yeah, February, usually right in the beginning of February, in that first full week of February, it's that signing day. And so now you have the opportunity to do it in December as opposed to the beginning of February. Yeah, it's like I said, it's like I'm getting a lot of weight off my shoulder. Like I don't have to you know, wait till that long when I know where I want to go, so I'd rather just sign early. When you have this opportunity, this is something that wasn't allotted to – recruits before you I mean you're going to be a part like I said of of history of this early signing period to be able to get this done in December December 20th before Christmas just what it means to you to be a part of history and to be able to say that you are part of this new wave of the early signing period I mean I'm happy to be one of the like one of the first to do it so it's like I I feel kind of I feel good about it but I'm probably going to be history uh, for different other things too. And when you say that you're going to be a part of history for other things too, you have you have spoken a lot about your belief in your abilities and what you can do for Syracuse. When you say you're going to be a part of history for other reasons, what are some of those reasons that you believe you'll be a you'll be a part of history for? What are some of those things you believe you can achieve? I believe I can achieve anything I could put my, my mind to, my ability to. So it's just going to be a, a waiting process, you know? Now, Trill, you had to go through injury. You had to go through uh, an ACL injury. Just just bring me into going through that process and the adversity of it and just how you weathered that storm because – some people, you know, going through something as difficult as that that takes, you know, almost a year to rehab from, they give up or they feel that they can't be what they used to be. What kept you going through the process? Well, going into my junior year, I had 
offered that was to University of Buffalo. So I knew my junior would be my breakout season because it had been the first time that I would be like a premier football, like a premier player on my team. Because previously we had a lot of weapons on our team and they'll be graduating, so it'll be my team coming up. So I knew that I would be able to get a lot of offers. And when I went down the third game, I, I threw it forward. I would like, go away. And Rutgers offered me the, the second game. So I went with them because it was my safety choice. And I, I honestly thought I wouldn't be the player that I am today. Right now, coming back off the injury. And you know, the process was really hard. We had was it really intense. There was a couple of times when I told myself, I, I really don't think this is what I want to do anymore because I saw a lot of people come back from ACL injury not the same. So I didn't want to be, I didn't want people to think, oh, he was good when he was healthy. So, you know, I made me work harder. You know, my mom kept me focused, kept me focused on doing my schoolwork first before anything. And, you know, my dad had with me, had part in my trainers, my coaching staff, they kept me leveled out, and I just had to go out there and ball out and not worry about my knee. That coming from Trail Williams. Uh, Trail, you, to, to look at where you've come from here, like you said, to, to not give up and to have that faith and have that belief that you can come back from this, did you ever believe that you would be where you are at this point, that you would be, you know, this good, so to speak? Did you feel that your knee and your body was going to get back to this level, or was there a concern that maybe you weren't going to get back to this point? Well, you know, I had, I had a lot of people tell me that I, I probably won't be able to be where I, I want to be because of the injury, and I had a lot of people tell me I'm going to be a lot better, more explosive. So it was like it was like people weighing me up and weighing me down. So it was like I had to pick pick a side. And for me, it was all mental, you know. Once I fed into me believing that my knee is 100% and I can go out there and play football like how I love playing it, it became easy for me. And throughout the games played this year, you know, worrying about my knee faded away and I was more comfortable, more comfortable playing. When you look back to, you know, coming back onto the field, bring me into that first moment, like you said, after going down early in your junior season and wondering what that was going to mean for your future, to bounce back the way that you did and to have the season that you had this year. Bring me into the first moment that you came back onto the field and just the thoughts that were going through your head and the appreciation for that moment. Well, the first game I stepped on the field, we played St. Peter's. That's... uh they're a really, really good team. They got a good receiver. And my goal going into that game was to lock the receiver down. You know, first first game back, I was excited. Uh, but playing like going playing defense, it didn't go the way it worked out in my mind. And I gave up like I gave up, like a good six catches and a, a, a long catch. And I was like, this is not how I wanted to start my my senior season. So I had to go back go back to practice and and work even harder. No, I, I wore the knee brace. That game is an after that game. I I never put it back on, and every receiver that I went against had nothing over three catches. To have that moment, like you said, to get on the field and to allow something right away, and then after that to minimize what a receiver is going to do against you. What clicked in your mind? What did that for you to say? Because you know a lot of people say I don't want to be in this position again. But it takes a lot of hard work, effort, enthusiasm, and a strong mental game, above all things, to say, 
I don't want to let this happen to me again. And then actually physically not let it happen again. Just bring me into what, what you did to make sure that that didn't happen. Because a lot of people can say they don't want to let a receiver do it again, but you didn't. So how did that all come about? How did you get yourself to elevate Um, to that point? With with me from the first, from the first game, you know, for me, I just have to build my confidence up back from scratch, you know, because I've never been in that situation before coming back off an ACL injury. So I had to build my, my confidence back up. And, you know, I don't want to be on the field and let a receiver catch the ball and let my team down for not doing my job. My job is to go on the field. And I'm, I'm a lockdown corner, so that's that's my job. And once if I don't lock a corner, a receiver down, you know, I'm not doing my job. I'm letting my team down, and that's what I don't want to do. And to go back to one of these games, the Iona prep game, I mean, we're looking at a touchdown that looked like it was all but happening. Receiver about to cross the goal line. You met him at the goal line, took the ball right out of his hands and ran it backwards cross midfield. Bring me into that play against Iona prep. I mean, this is this is something that you don't see every day from a defensive back to chase somebody down and then rip the ball out of their hands at the goal line and then send it the other direction. Just bring me into that play. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a corner, but when I'm on the field, I just, I'm just, I feel like I can do everything. And, you know, my dad always told me the play is never over until the ball passes the plane or the ref blows the whistle. And he started to, he started to slow up and I started to pick up a lot of speed, came behind him and it was just a, a will to want the ball. And that's what I think that's what I had that he didn't. And, you know, my team needed a big play. They, they, we scored that drive, and they scored the next drive. And if they would have caught that pass, they would have been up. So, you know, that was a big play. You know, big-time players and big-time plays in a big-time moment. And I, that's what happened. Speaking here with Trill Williams, an athlete standing over six foot coming out of Archbishop, Archbishop Stepanak out of White Plains, New York. Trill, those are plays that – you don't see every day, like I was saying before, that want to to go out there and not only try and dem- try and lower down what a, what a receiver is going to do against you, try and diminish the amount of catches that they're going to have, but to take something away like that, never giving up on a play. I want to speak to you on that. Just what your effort and your enthusiasm is on never giving up on a play, including in a play like that where it would be easy to say, okay, you know what? The receiver's going into the end zone. We gave up a touchdown. Let's try and come back from here. The never give up mentality. Bring me into that for you personally. Well, no, growing up, my dad always told me to, to take pride in everything you do and don't don't ever let anybody out-hustle you or out-work you. And, you know, that helped because if I didn't, you know, give up on the play, then he would have scored and brought my team that we probably would have lost by two touchdowns instead of of one. So I just have a different drive when I'm on the field. To look at the opportunity that Syracuse gave you, you're going to be signing early, and this is the early signing day special that you can sign in December as opposed to waiting until February. I want to, before we speak on signing on the dotted line, just what it means to you that Syracuse didn't give up on you, that they gave you an offer, and they kept that offer. And as you were fighting back from an ACL injury, they stayed committed to you. Just what that means to you? Um, you know, they took a chance on me when a lot of the teams didn't want to take a chance on me because of my knee. And, you know, I wanted to take a chance on them and be loyal to them how they was loyal to me through the whole process. And, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, this is what 
a lot of kids dream about signing on National Signing Day and wearing the hat and doing all that. And tomorrow is like a, a one of my dreams that I hope be accomplishing, you know. And to have that opportunity and to be able to do that, what made you want to sign on December 20th as opposed to waiting until February? I know you said, listen, I know where I want to be. I know what matters to me. But some guys say that and things go back and forth. They give their word to a team. Things change. What makes you so confident to make sure that you write that name down on December 20th instead of the beginning of February? Um, you know, on And to, to have that, like you said, St- Syracuse stood by your side and everybody else came in. That loyalty that Syracuse showed to you, did you feel like from day one you had to give the loyalty back or did your loyalty with Syracuse kind of build over time? Um, it definitely uh, progressed over time, but, you know, I always had, the day I committed to them, you know, I, was, I was loyal to them. And, you know, that's my, that's my family, that's my, that's my new home, and I'm just happy to be a part of it you had this very special moment where you, I mean, fighting back from an ACL injury to be on SportsCenter and to have one of your plays be one of the top plays from Archbishop Stepanak. I mean, you're a high school player, yet you're making it on the national and international stage. Bring me into that moment because you had actually written something toward them and, and you know, kind of said, you know, this is what I've done, like, check this out, and you got respect for that. Just what you can say about that moment of being connected to SportsCenter and what it meant to you. Uh, no, actually, before the, before the season started, me and my dad was like, you know, it would be crazy if I got a, a, a sports center top play. And then he was like, I, I could see you, I could see you uh, being on there. And I was like, all right, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Before before I end my career playing football or whatever, I wanted to be on ESPN top plays. And so it happened my last play of my senior year, my last play ever, playing high school, was on ESPN. So that's like one of, the, one of my other goals that I accomplished, you know, but – you know, I, I try not to get like uh, a big head over that play because you know it's just one play, and I don't want one play to define me. And I'm gonna make a lot of more plays. That's probably gonna be on ESPN. But as of right now, you know that was just a good overall win for my team, and you know we got we got the win. When you look back at that moment, and say you know at some point in my career I want to be on ESPN's top plays. You did it in high school. You haven't played college ball yet. You're not in the NFL yet. So to achieve something like that so early in your career, how hungry does that make you to go to the next step, the next dream, the next desire that you have? Um, it made me want to, you know, right now, like work off season, get get ready to play college football. Like, I don't want to go into Syracuse and them to have to, you know, start me from scratching 
I have to get a red shirt because I'm not big enough to or physical enough to play at that level. You know, I want to be, be, you know, like a college athlete, prospect, like built already, you know? So, like, that motivated me to work harder in the offseason right now. And to have that motivation moving forward, before I let you go, Trill, to look at Archbishop Stepanak and White Plains, New York, just what the community means to you and what this team has meant to you and how they've helped you to become a better player and a better person. Well, I've always been the youngest on, on most of the teams I played for. And when I came into Stepanak, I was I, I started a freshman playing on JV. So I always had older guys to look up to and when I was a sophomore, I played on varsity, and I had, like, a couple of guys, like T.J. Morrison, he, he plays at Stony Brook, uh, Tykel Fields, he plays at Stony Brook, uh, Malik Crawford, you know, they were, like, my big brothers, and they always pushed me to be better than them, and, you know, they always held me to a higher standard than, say, an average sophomore. They treated me as a senior, so, you know, that, that also helped me be the player I am today. And, you know, just, uh, just uh, the kids in my school, you know, they, they motivate me to go out and be the top top player I am today. So I got to give it all to the school and, and past players, the past and present players that helped me be where I'm at, where I'm at today. To have White Plains, to have Yonkers connected with you, how do you wear those on on your back every day, so to speak? How will you rep them at Syracuse, so to speak? Well, one for one, I'm not gonna go to Syracuse and and be like a, a headache and embarrass the town that I, I come from. So that's one thing, and you know, I'm just gonna go out there and, and just make plays. You know, be the best that I can be, be the best teammate I can be, and and just just try to make it to a bowl game. Do you? But what makes you believe, Trill, in Syracuse? What makes you believe that that this team can turn the corner? They've had three straight seasons of four and eight haven't been to a bowl game in a while, and even when they had gone to a bowl game, it had been few and far between until Doug Marone came forward and Scott Schaefer was able to get to one. Dino Babers going into his third season hoping to get to a bowl game for the first time. So what makes you believe in Syracuse's mission and believe in this team? No, the coaches staff, you know, just, just by being around them, being around their presence, you know, they have a, a winning mentality and even though they lost a few games, if you go back and watch the games, they only they the top teams that's that's uh that's playing now. You know they they almost beat those teams. You know they just had a few minor mistakes, but tweak those few minor mistakes, they win those games. So we're, we we can win games. It's not a problem. We just gotta fix minor fix uh, a few minor mistakes, and we could be uh uh going to a bowl game almost every year. And you had made the mention, Trill, when you look at at this at your uh, social media, and I know that you're active on social media. You made the mention that Jalen Ramsey, uh, one of his highlight films, was like looking in the mirror for you. I cover Jalen with the Jacksonville Jaguars and and fly down from New York to Jacksonville to cover this team. It's my ninth year covering the team. Jalen Ramsey is is somebody that they have needed for such a long time. He's he's one of those shut down type of corners that's physical that lets you know he's on the field. Why his why is he like looking in the mirror for you? Because when he's on the field, you know you can feel his presence on the field. Like he he's really aggressive. He can press the top receivers. 
that he doesn't back down from no receiver. He, like when he's on the field, he feels like he's the best DB athlete on the field, you know, and that's how I feel when I go on the field. So he's he just like, he's just like somebody I look, I look up to when I play defense. And coming in as an athlete and capable of playing multiple positions, is corner where you're going to be at? Is this is your is this your starting point with Syracuse? Could you move around the secondary? How are things right now? Well, as of right now, I think that they're going to put me at corner. That's what we talk. That's what we talk about. And like, and at heart, I'm a, I'm a corner, but I'm just a, I'm just a corner that can just that's an athlete. I'm a, I'm a base corner, but I can do multiple things. You know. That coming from Trail Williams, Trail. Finally, here in closing for you, what's a mission statement for you, not just as a player, not just as a, a student or a son, but overall, when I say Trill Williams is blank, what's that blank? Uh, man, no, I just want people to to know that I work, like I work hard, you know, I've been working hard since I was seven years old to be where I'm at today, and when I want people to, when I want people to hear my name, I want them to just be like, like that kid right there, you know, he been working hard since day one, never had a problem. So that's, that's what I want to accomplish. That coming from Trill Williams, signed on the dotted line with the Syracuse Orange. Trill, as always, I appreciate having you here on the show, and I look forward to what you'll be doing up at Syracuse and covering you from here on out. So congratulations, God bless, and I look forward to talking Thank with you, you soon. Thank you. Have a good day.